girls. I was going to say, this is so sweet. We were driving up to school today, and he said something about being seven next year. And I made a mention of him being older. And he said, I don't want to be older. And I said, why not? And he said, I don't want to die. And I said, oh, you don't have to worry about that, sweetie. You've, you're going to live for a long time. And he said, yes, I have a lot of days to live. And I said, yeah, you do. And he said, you too. And I said, I know. Even grandma and grandpa, they still have a lot of days to live. Oh, it's very cute. Oh, yes, my God. Yeah. <laughs> it's very sweet. But up, but up, a podcast, but up, but up, but up, with parents, but up, but up, but up, who think they're really funny. But up, but up, but up, you decide, but up, but up, but up, you share it, but up, but up, but up, you listen all through the night. So I'd also like to revert back to a segment that I call David is an amazing husband. Today I took what I would call a swing and a big miss at work where I I decided to advocate for myself for something like a big deal, big deal to my boss. And she was very gracious and very lovely. And I know that I, I knew that I needed to do it. I knew that I needed to take this big swing. And I was so, like, because if I didn't do it, excuse me, if I didn't do it, I would have thought, like, you what never if, did this. Right. Like, why didn't you do this? Why didn't you just, fortune favors the brave, right? Like, that's, I believe in that. Nothing ventured, nothing gained. I could go on and on. And when I told you that I had done this, and you had already been supportive of me attempting to do it, you were so lovely to me. And you said, you know, you have to try. You have to ask the question. You have to have the bravado. You have to, like, you had all these things of, like, what's the point of living if you're not forcing yourself out of your comfort zone and asking for things? And you ask. And the worst that can happen is that people say no. And... I just, it, it got me thinking about you and how that is most definitely our philosophy. Like, just go for it. I mean, don't overthink it. If you overthink it, you're going to torture yourself because then you'll never fucking do it. And I got to thinking about our group of friends. And I was thinking, I would say our group of friends, they are consistently like that as well. I would hope like, so. Like, we have so it's... many friends that are just like, I am willing to take the chance. I'm willing to take that risk. I'm going to, you know, I mean, think about the Burks. Like, they decide, like, to buy an entire commercial space and make it, like, a viable business. Like, that's just, so, I just, I, I recognize, like, these kindred spirits in the, life's too fucking short. Well, Grab it and live it, it. I want to see it especially from William Burks. Because he has a calling that he doesn't know about yet. And he's trying to figure out what it is. He's looking online for things to go into, whether it's a franchise or whether it's buying. There's something he wants to do. He doesn't want to keep doing this. And I right. hope eventually... Well, I think when he it, lands on it, he yeah. will do it. Like, that's that's what I find so refreshing about this group of people is that 
when I when I was growing up, my my father's side of the family often griped like woe is me bullshit like oh I'm in this bad job and I hate my boss and oh my god I can't believe it and that attitude which is obviously part of my genetics I could have adopted that attitude of like well life sucks and you have to live well, isn't it isn't that like, more nurture you watch your parents do it and their siblings do it so you say it too whatever whatever but I'm saying I was predisposed to this behavior nice. okay and I'm not that way. Like, I'm just like, fuck it. I'm going for it. And I'm going to do whatever it takes to make me happy and make my family happy. And I'm going, to, I'm going to use my judgment. I'm not going to make dumb decisions. But once I've landed on it, I'm going for it. And I, I just don't see any other way to live. But, but my point is, is that you could, be, you could feel very differently. You could be like, don't take that risk because you're the breadwinner. What if you ask your boss this? You take that big swing. And she says, how dare you take that big swing? And so you trust in me to not take a risk that jeopardizes our well-being. But at the same time, I feel like even if there was that risk, you would still say to me, go for it. Fucking do it. I mean, I often say to our eldest son, what's the worst that can happen when he talks about doing something different or new that he's unfamiliar with? And... Because of my confidence in you, in terms of how motivated you are to move up, you know, in your company or to get something, I have zero risk because I know, worst case scenario, you are let go, which you would not be let go from that. But she ends up resenting you and fires right. you for something later on. You're going to be with, you know, three headhunters begging for you by the next day because of your personality and what you can offer. And you've made so many connections that you would have at least two job offers from people. They've already said to you, you can work for us when you're done. So there's no risk in that. Right. Right. I guess that's right. I mean, I guess, and I, I mean, I know that's right, but it's, it's still, that's us. I think that is, that's very trusting of you. And I think that is also, you're you actually made that choice to be that way because your family is not that way. Right. Your family is not is so risk adverse that they've been living the same. Your parents are living the exact same life that your father's parents lived. Yeah, I know. I mean, it's I like know. it's it's the most. And your sister is on the path to do the same, and it's so it's so wild, really, to think that you are who you are. Who's like, listen, I don't know. How to, build the fucking deck I'll just take down half of it and see what I can do like you just do it like it's it it it, I mean I asked you at one o'clock on a Thursday to please take down half the deck because I was sick of staring at it and by three o'clock you had had three quarters of it down I mean it's that it's not that that was like a I mean that was weeks in the making right we have been talking about it but once you make the decision you're like I'm just doing it I'm going to do it and if I fuck it up I fuck it up but that's not your nature. Right, of course. I'm right. sorry, that's not your nurture. Right. It's wild. It's wild to overcome that kind of nurture. Today I was reading Outside Magazine, which you so kindly got us a, a year subscription to. <laughs> it's probably like 15 years for the same price as one. Um, and they had an ad for white water rafting, which I have wanted to do ever since I was... 13 years old and people were doing it at the Delaware Water Gap 
where I spent my summers. And I never got a chance to do it. And I was thinking, oh, it's 43, too old to do this. You know, like, <sighs> if we ever were going to do whitewater rafting, we'd probably wait until Miles was nine or ten years old, probably. Right, right. So. Um, it, you're fretting that you're too that's old? Formal. Yeah, but then I got into sidetracked, like, maybe the, the reason why I've never done it is I can't understand, I can't put into my brain why more people don't die from whitewater rafting. When you maybe maybe the whitewater rafting lobby has been covering it up for years. Well, if you fall off the whitewater rafting, you have a helmet. There's that many fucking rocks, right? That you wear helmets when you whitewater raft. I feel like that helmet is really not going to do as great a it's job like a, as everybody thinks it's, it's like going to do. Like a huffy bike helmet. I mean, what about your body? What about your body right. slamming into the boulder? So here's the first thing: won't your body fucking take a big hit? And then you're injured, and you're having this rushing water smacking you in the face if you fall down. Right. Right. Why isn't there, like, tons of drownings all the time? But what I'm saying to you is, how could you possibly know if there were tons or not tons of drownings? I mean, what are you looking at? The the, the whitewater rafting Reddit? I mean... You'd hear cancer is the number two cause of death in the United States, second only to whitewater rafting. <laughs> it would be there. Right, that'd be like, it. it's like a PSA. Like, our children would know it. Right. Like, where we knew that smoking cigarettes was bad. Or it would be so bad that there would be an ad for it, and underneath it it would say, warning, whitewater yeah, rafting may the, cause the government, the government would regulate that, but they won't regulate guns. I just, I think... <sighs> yeah, I, I do wonder. I, I understand your your wonderment as How to... How many people die from whitewater rafting every year? Did you say 16 per year? 6 to 10 per year. That's nothing. That's nothing. You wanted that to be on the 77 top. peak, a peak of 77 in 2011. What happened in 2011? That was the year Henry was born. Yeah. People so were a... celebrating his birth by whitewater rafting and then dying. And I don't think that I would do whitewater rafting at these, like, there's probably like an easy level, a bunny slope of whitewater rafting. You wouldn't do I probably water? wouldn't do the harsh one. I'm saying we would do the easy one. Right, we're not one. going down the Colorado River right. after the after the rains. But the re- so the reason <laughs> I was talking about this is that I was like a little regretful that I never did it. And I don't want to have regrets. Our life is too short. Right, and right. And before we know it, like, like, you know, before you know it, you're 43 years old. Well, we, we are also in a very privileged place where, like, with this work conversation I had today, I could have that conversation. Like, I'm I'm going to land on my feet. Like, I'm, I'm a well-educated white person. Like, I'm going to be just fine if I lose this job over having a crucial conversation. Yes, sure. Um, so, so it's... We are we're just in this We're way. in this great position. But I would say being in this great position where we have means good jobs, a beautiful house, food on our table, shouldn't we be taking more risk? Because we have the opportunity to. We shouldn't squander our lives by doing woe is me bullshit and not trying more things. Right. If we have the this is like this is like when we were screenwriting regularly and I think, I can make the time to screenwrite. Like, why not? My job is not like, I'm not a fucking garbage man who's actually working all day. I'm working corporate America. I've got time to, like, work. And then at the end of the day, I'm not exhausted. I can write at the end of the day. I can write in the early morning. 
And I should take advantage of that privilege. And we should all be doing that. We should be living life like mad people because because we have the ability to do so. And I'm not going to... I'm not saying, like, I'm going to live like I'm dying tomorrow. Absolutely like, I'm not. not. stupid choices. Like, right. I'm going to eat 14 cheeseburgers because, you know, who who knows? Gross. You might die tomorrow. You'd be just shitting your brains out for weeks. I just mean... In, in, I know what in, you're saying. You're not You're not saying... decisions. Overindulge because tomorrow's never going to come. That's... Right. I mean, that's not a thing. I'm just saying, in general, calculated decisions to pull it out... Calculated decisions to enjoy your life to the absolute fullest, right. even if it puts you in a place that you're thinking, am I being naive? Have I not thought this through? Should I really ask this question? Oh my God, what if I do this? And I haven't thought about like, Ugh, all that crap. You could do that all fucking day. And we never do it. We never hem and haw. Once we've made the decision, we're fucking going for it. It's so, I, 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 I suppose what I'm trying to say to you is thank you for your your undying and and without hesitation support. I mean that is that's the key. Hesitation signals hesitation. <laughs> right? Like if you hesitate and then support me, I think all I heard was the hesitation. I didn't yeah, hear the support. It definitely is ways heavier. Yeah. Hey guys, thanks for listening to Fully Functional Parents. If you just can't get enough of us, check us out on Instagram at Fully Functional Parents. Please and thank you.